The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors. Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I am one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F.U. Hunter. What's up, bitches? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oof. What do you... What do you oof. Oof. Ah, still in the midsummer. God damn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I was like, I'm not going to talk about it, uh, but I'm, I'm, it's still... We're still evaluating be- fall sweat. It was 115 three days ago. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Three days ago. It said it was 97... But with the humidity index of 115. 115. Yeah, so it's 115. Don't fucking tell me what it could be. <laughs> yeah. We just, well, if you live somewhere without humidity, then oh, it's not that bad. But oh, you're in Virginia, so uh, fuck you. Yeah, like when I was out in uh, when I was out in um, uh, uh, Nevada and into Arizona uh, one day. Like, yeah, it said 103. Guess what? It was 103. Yeah. It's but it was 103 100... dry, which 103 heated with heat indexes. It's like, oh, it's so fucking worse, dude. <laughs> Dude, I, and if you go down to like Georgia and like, I have no desire to move further south. You can see the humidity. No, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, yeah. I am a o fucking k. <laughs> like I have zero desire to move any further south. Yeah, it's the. the you fuck just that. roll down the window in your car with the AC going, and the humidity comes into the car and fucking <laughs> beats your ass. And you're like, but I got the AC on, and the humidity's like, fuck off. It's the south. Yeah. So <laughs> see, I want to get to a place in my life where I can uh, actually live in Maine during the summer. And then move back to Virginia in the winter. That's where I want. That's what I want to be my middle ground. Because Maine in the summer is, I mean, I think it still gets in the upper 80s, roughly, but it's no humidity. Yeah. It's right by fucking Canada. Like, I don't, I don't feel like Canadian summers are that bad. No. I, 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 saying, I don't yeah. know. From my understanding, they're not that bad. Yeah. You know, and that's what I want in my life. So, uh, oh, God. All right. All right yeah, back, but we're, back we're probably going to hear us um, and for this and the years to come. Bitch about summer. It's gonna happen, repeatedly. man. It's just I gonna mean... happen. But we'll also be jizzing all over fall. So God, uh, fall. See, there you go. Oh, yeah. oh so fall. far away. The longest gap of my I year. I have the first, first inkling of fall approaching. Uh, my wife is uh, setting up spirit. Whoop whoop. So I am so fucking stoked. God, that 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 when that spirit opens, and you know, I know it's still summer, but you know. That they're open it because fall is approaching. Yeah. Halloween is approaching. Exactly. Ah. Exactly. So you'll be hearing us praise pretty much the end of the year once spirit opens because <laughs> the weather's going to be great. Anyway. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. We, I guess we we're supposed to talk about. We're supposed about, to talk about <laughs> I think we have something. something, yeah. I, I, it's, yeah. It's like we got into a weird, we got into a weird void yeah. where we. Oh, oh. oh, yeah. That's right. So on the chopping block this week, we're going to talk about. 2016's excuse me 2016's movie The Void yeah I had no idea I thought it, I thought it came out last year I it's a 2016 out. Canadian film okay came out yeah god it, I damn didn't... another Canadian film <laughs> they are fucking knocking that shit out of the park man yeah hey America <laughs> I mean we have we've had some stellar American horror films but oh, yeah. still like I feel like Canada's, Canada's just fucking yeah they're just knocking that shit out yeah but yeah. uh I I mean yeah I I hadn't really heard much about it. We talked about it. I know a few people that have seen it, but 
uh, watched it for the first time. I think actually, I right brought it up to this. you to watch it. Yeah, because it was on it, it was on Shutter, and it always liked, came up in suggestions. Exactly. with other stuff I was watching. So I just checked it out, and it the fact that it came out in 2016, and a lot of people that I've at least that we we know or that I we've talked that I've talked to we've talked to hadn't really seen it until like last year or people that still hadn't seen it and I'll, I'll say like no check out the void and they're like oh but it is that new i'm like no it's apparently been out for yeah. four five, four fucking years but um after watching it last night i i i had to message murphy and tell them y- you need to see this <laughs> yeah now i think part of it was i think when it first dropped um what i could find on it was it appeared to be a uk shutter exclusive Oh, okay. So Shutter came out. I don't. It wasn't 2016, but like late 2017, maybe ish. 20 early 2018, something like that. Sure. I don't know. When it was when it had like minimal movies. And, yeah. You know, it was it was building its platform. So I think it was a UK exclusive. So I think that might have been part of it. The um, but it you know some of the background on the movie. It's directed by a duo. Another duo, because Ready or Not had another duo. Yeah. It seems like a lot of these are having yeah, duos. Yeah. So. Oh, side note. Before we get into it. I believe, and I actually failed to look this up, so you will hear me as I'm looking this up, but we couldn't figure out where the mom from, and nope, I was wrong. So the mom in Ready or Not, we said Groundhog Day, but I thought she was in the abyss, but it's a different woman. Yeah, that's Mary uh, something yeah. Masterson or yeah. something, I don't know, yeah. I can't her name, yeah. but. So never mind, but she guys. goes in Robin Hood, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Ah. Aha. Aha. So, yeah. Sorry about that. That was a waste of your time. My bad. But, um, <laughs> it is a, is directed by a duo. And I think, I think that's awesome that there's like these team directors. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Right? And if you look, a lot of these sometimes were screenwriters and they, this is their first jump into directing is yeah. something like this. So, so you've got directed and written by Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen. Kostansky. All right. I was going to see. I was going to have you I just rolled with that. I just rolled with it, bro. It could be completely wrong, but I wanted you to say it. Thank you. Appreciate that. But the cool thing is they also worked, directed, and wrote together as a duo Father's Day. And for those who aren't familiar with Father's Day, it's a glorious trauma film about uh, a team of people that get together to find and stop a father serial killer. He kills fathers wow that's you've never seen father's day no oh dude i guess i'll have to throw it on the chopping block oh man you see father oh it's trauma film dude that's bd territory yeah it's trauma dude like you can't yeah trauma is (laughs) every one of those are beautiful pretty much beautiful disasters okay but it's a it's a hilarious movie so the this is actually they took it into a serious realm because there's like not a lot of humor yeah in this movie at all now i will say First things first with this movie has a obviously it's first time directors. You can tell the budget, you know, it wasn't a huge budget, but you know what they did it made me so fucking happy. Yeah. It's for the most part all practical effects and all practical effects. You know what I you know you know why? Because if you look through both those directors writers history, they both were in special effects. So uh, Gillespie was. The art department director for Lock and Key, both It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Shazam. Yeah, of course. And Shape of Water. Okay. And then 
To and start? when you get to that shape of water, I think of all the ones you said, the most important one is shape of water. That's impressive. Because it's well, fucking impressive. Not only that, but Del Toro. Yeah. He, you know he's he, a stickler he's, for. He loves his practical exactly. effects. I mean, yeah. So that right there is what sticks out is when you said that. All right. Okay, that makes complete sense. And they used a fair amount of practical effects where they could with It Chapter 1 and 2 as well. That is true, but yeah. it's the one thing I was trying to think of who I would say if I had to pick a director that was direct, that directed The Void, besides the guys, it would be a Del Toro kind of style. Yeah, so. fair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, Kostansky, so a movie that he's working on solo, actually, without his best best bud, his BFF, Gillespie, <laughs> Um I'm sure, I hope all of you have seen this trailer. If not, uh, I'm going to post it regardless again to the Facebook and Instagram. Psycho Gorman. He is the director behind Psycho Gorman. Yeah. That movie looks amazing. Yeah. It looks so fucking fun. (laughs) I'm so ready for that movie. Um, He was also the effects artist on Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. Resident Resident Evil Retribution, which... uh, Yeah. Silent Hill Revelation. (laughs) (laughs) Crimson Peak, again, another Del Toro. There you go. Film. And then It Chapter One. Okay. So we had at least two. <laughs> and yeah. three. Todd in the Book of Pure Evil was fun. Oh, man. That was fun. Uh, another pro- Canadian product. Yeah, exactly. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking killing it, man. Thanks, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so these guys have some chops. Yeah. And, and they, they did another tag team duo short in VHS. Go figure. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Like I said, I think on the ready or not, <laughs> at this point, can we just say every movie is going to have, and they were part of a, one of the clips on VHS or VHS 2, because, I mean, look, whoever set up that VHS setup, I mean, legit guys, because, I mean, we're talking about a lot of the directors involved with that. So, You know what I'm surprised, though, is in the same vein, you don't see a lot of uh, a lot of movies that are coming out as full full length horror films from people that wrote shorts for ABCs of Death one and two, that was That's another true. anthology yeah. thing of all these short films. Yeah, and nothing. That is that is weird, right? Yeah, yeah. You think that would also have more people going on to do bigger? Because some of those were good. Some of those are a little fucked up for my taste. Yeah, I completely there are some extremely fucked yeah. up ones. Uh, like <laughs> I was uncomfortable. <sighs> like the seated one with the masturbating, and that was terrible. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Yeah, that 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 almost made me not want to watch it. <laughs> Some of them I didn't really think were horror as much, like the um the um Asian girl farting one. That oh yeah. Was, I don't know if I was really scared more than just confused. Confused. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, back to the void. Back to the void. <laughs> so okay, this movie really comes out swinging hard. So it it opens up in a farmhouse, and this. Woman comes screaming, running out. Well, hold on. The main, the main, the main, one of the main characters, James, runs out. Mm-hmm. And then following him, this woman runs out. And then, I, I think it was a father-son team, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she gets shot. Yeah, they, they run out, and they, they, she, she, she gets shot. So she falls down. They try to get the dude, uh, James is the character's name, who ran away. But he had been too far gone. They couldn't get him. And then they then they look back and realize that the woman hadn't wasn't fully dead, so they set her on fire. Yeah, that's in the first literally oh, minute and a half. The, the son pours the gasoline. Yeah, and the dad's just smoking a cigarette and drop. And it's a real father son moment. Yeah, I know. It's you know you pour memories. the gas, I'll light her up. Exactly. It's adorable. <laughs> so, so 
that I mean that that, that just set the that really set the tone for the movie. Like not all movies come out swinging like that and deliver, and some that just don't come out swinging like that at all and end up delivering. So right. it, it was then, really cool to see a movie to come out that strong, and then you'll see where we go with that down Yeah, the road. and then we get to Sheriff of the area, or was it he? was just sitting on a side road. Well, and he, he's, he's sleeping. He's like, uh, I'm, I'm in hot pursuit, you know, and he's just fucking around. And I, what I appreciate about this movie is that you don't have instant action hero, you know, um, officer. He, gives, he really he, doesn't give a fuck. He's he like, really eh. doesn't give a fuck. He's kind of bumbling, runs into James, sees he's all fucked up. He's like, all right, I'm taking the hospital. And it's funny because he's having a, uh, he calls it in a dispatch. And they're like, well, you can take it to, um, I'm drawing a blank on the name of the hospital. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the hospital. But um, you can take it there, even after the fire, they are partially still have staff there. Or you can drive another 20 minutes to the big city hospital. He's like, fuck it, we're just gonna, I'm just going to go to that one. You come to find out the hospital he's going to, they had a huge fire. So they're about to shut the hospital down. They're on very much a skeleton crew of yeah. workers. So it's like one doctor and like... Three nurses or two Three, nurses? Yeah, two nurses, one kind of nurse in training, you know, very... And, and I was telling, I was saying to you uh, before we started recording that it had a very, like, Halloween 2 feel of, like, when they're at the hospital part of that where you've got just a very, you know, skeleton crew of people working the, in the hospital. Yeah. And it's because more than half the hospital is charred up. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's burnt up. So, it, it, so one thing you find out on the way to the hospital is that so it's not his ex-wife they're just not living together so i guess separated would be the better word right is one of the head nurses there so that's always awkward yeah yeah because he's trying he's like uh maybe i should make the 20 minute drive he's like uh fuck that i'll I'll go there and you're like trying to figure out and once she rolls up you're like oh okay yeah so once you get there, they you find out you've got a father and his daughter who is pregnant and like pretty much ready to burst. The grandfather, yeah, pretty much ready to burst. You like you said, we've got the two nurses, one in training, one doctor, and then yeah, one yeah. of the nurses is his is his wife. Yeah. He's that's some random separated. dude in a bed that doesn't matter. Cause yeah, yeah. Within what another ten minutes, one of the nurses is uh, apparently entranced, and she's like. She murders him, like, but she's looking for her face, right? Yeah, because yeah. the the sheriff walks in, and you can see the pair of scissors already in the guy that's on the bed's eye. He's dead. Yeah. And then she turns around, and half of her face is already being has been ripped off, and she goes after the sheriff, and he fucking Puts headshot, down. headshot. Put you down, man. Yep. Put you down. <laughs> now, so that leads to him having to call it in. And at the same time, so when he, before he goes out to his car to call it in, another sheriff rolls up because the dude that the oh, deputy that, sheriff that's brought in. the state, state trooper. Because yeah, he's exactly. sure, he talks down, as soon as he rolls up in the hospital, it's like, what happened here? It's like, all right, let me take your gun. Which, <laughs> at the time, we're thinking, oh, this Might can't be good. Yeah. yeah. Don't take but, his gun. And he's just talking down to our, yeah. our main, our main dude. Oh, which, he is. What's, what's the sheriff's name? Maybe I should just call him by his name, so. I, I don't remember the deputy's name. I, I just call him deputy. That's. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's uh, Daniel. It's Deputy Dan. Deputy, Deputy Dan. Deputy yeah. Dan. All right. We're just calling him Deputy Dan. <laughs> there we go. He's not, yeah. He's not even a sheriff. He's a deputy. Yeah, well, he was a deputy sheriff. That's what he is. So Deputy Dan. Yeah. So. 
yeah, he gets his gun taken, and this is all happening before he actually gets to go and call in the murder. He hasn't done that yet because he's he's kind of like a haphazard fucking deputy oh, sheriff. He, he right after that he walks into the bathroom and fucking goes to throw up and fucking faints. Yeah. So, so the reason that the state trooper showed up was because the guy that Deputy Dan brought to the hospital flew from a farmhouse. Well, that state trooper had gone to the farmhouse and kind of followed the trail, you know, figured out where he got taken to, and he came to arrest that guy because there's like a gory, bloody gore fucked fest scene, in the yeah. farmhouse to arrest that guy. So that got all fucked up. So they put him they put him in cuffs, and then the deputy Dan goes out to call in the the. Well, the, it was it was a legal murder. Yeah, you know, because uh, you know if someone's coming at me with like death deathly intentions, yeah, she I'm gonna slow it down. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna he, shoot him. Yeah, and uh, then all then you find then you see the all the occultists show up. Well, here's the first weird thing is he's calling it in to dispatch, no answer. Yeah, no answer mm-hmm. because he tried to use the phone. Phone lines are dead. Mm-hmm. Good. That's when he goes out to his cruiser, calls it in, nothing, and then you see. Weird-looking motherfucker. Only like one or two at first. Yeah, but you see the weird motherfucker with the white cloak mm-hmm. standing outside the car. Very reminiscent of the KKK, honestly. Yeah. They kind of look pretty yeah. pretty close to the KKK. <laughs> or just angry monks. I don't know. Angry like, monks. Yeah. Like, yeah. But full white face coverings and everything. And then, you know, as he confronts them, as an officer do, he gets stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, Which, fuck this. And that's where he's like, <laughs> wow, really wish I hadn't given my gun to the state trooper. Um, but yeah, so he gets stabbed, he's able to get up, get into, back into the hospital, they treat him for his wound, well, next thing you know... Well, so when they get him back in the hospital, like, it does alert everyone that's in the hospital, and they, they, they kind of look at it, see what's going on, now there's like 30 to 35, 40, 50 cult members, I mean, the entire oh, yeah, yeah, front of the right. hospital is surrounded yeah. with occult members. And that's what I appreciate, is you've got that movie. You've yeah. got the crazy cult, and they've all got fucking knives, and they're just standing, staring, waiting, motionless. Like waiting. Yeah, just something. waiting. And yeah. you're like, okay. And then you get the other element of this movie. Oh, yeah, because the he's nurse, getting treated. Yeah. yeah. And then the nurse starts to slightly reanimate into this creature, and, like, you don't see a lot of it because the bed gets turned over, you just see weird tentacle things flapping and all this stuff, which is a really cool effect. <laughs> but and you then get they the close idea the door. of, yeah, there's some kind of, yeah. something fucked up in there. And they close the door. Yeah. Like, that's it. And then, going back out to where everyone's at, now everyone's in a tizzy, you know, I mean, the grandfather's worried about his pregnant granddaughter, and, you know, the, the nursing train doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She's like, yeah, <laughs> she's basically useless at this point. And... Uh, James mm-hmm. gets gets out, grabs the doctor. The oh, one yeah, stabs him. One doctor holds the Doctor Powell. I yeah, do know his name. No, he grabs Powell. the pregnant girl. Yes, and Dr. he's Powell like, "Yeah, you it. need you need get me the fuck out of here." Doctor Powell fucking tries to get the scalpel out. Fucking stab to the fucking neck. Mm-hmm. Bye bye, doctor. Bye bye, Doctor Powell. <laughs> yeah. And then almost immediately as that's going on, they tackle James. They handcuff him to the railing that in that hallway. Right then, fucking state trooper gets fucking pulled, Snatched. and we see the full extent of what that nurse <laughs> turned into. Creature, <laughs> and it's and I, at that point I got very excited because straight up. Almost like a blend of something from the thing, very practical effects wise. And it grabs the fucking state trooper and starts 
stabbing through his eyes. It's fucking uh, like weird tentacle yeah. claw thing. It just so, goes right through. It just starts digging it, and he's fucking dead. Sure, it was dead. like a. It was like a. For me, it was like a blend between yeah, like uh, the thing and from beyond. Yeah, something like kind that. Kind of the weird because it was like a. It was fucking weird. And that's where we great get great practical effects. And that's where we great. get dad, dad and son, roll up in there. Going to town. Yep, and they they fucking just start shooting the fuck out of it and chop fucking state troopers head off. I love that too. They they they're hammering it and they realize like, well, let's uh before this dude gets included in part of this creature, let's fucking take his head off. Mm. They just chop his fucking head off. Done deal. So, <laughs> um, at that point, they're like trying to figure out what the fuck do we do? Yeah, and. At this point in the movie, this is kind of where it does slow down because they go to the story. So, basically, through digging around the hospital, all this stuff, Powell's body turns up missing. Dr. Powell, who has been stabbed, he comes back. He gets up. Right. And then they find out that Dr. Powell is the reason for all this. The cultist outside, the weird creature thing. He can apparently make people it turn is into kind anything. Of, I, I will say one kind of criticism is there is a very Scooby-Doo moment when they go into his office. <laughs> and literally he has this, like, you know, container. And when they open it up, it's Polaroid photos of the same markings as all the cult members that are outside the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then people being murdered and stuff like that. And it's all Polaroids. It's like, oh, did I leave all my cult um, evidence right there on my desk in my office at work. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a little slack, dude, all right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, to the point where the dad character fucking rolls up and he's, like, showing the Deputy Dan, you know, the fucking uh, photos. Again, Polaroids. Like, I just, I need to make sure I have all the evidence against me, like, conveniently at my work, okay? Yes. Which, I do appreciate that this does take place in the 80s. Roughly, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. 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 Because so, so, I wasn't sure. I was like, wow, nobody's using cell phones. But once you get to his assortment of Polaroids, I'm like, okay, that's that's probably where that, that, that they probably base this in the 80s. Plus this cruiser looks like something from the 80s. Yeah. And so while they realize, that's the thing, is they realize the, uh, they need to get a shotgun. The shotgun is still in the cruiser, along with all the fucking cult members, but they decide to, all right, we're going to fucking just grab some axes, try to make it to the cruiser, get your fucking shotgun. So we at least have, I don't know, a some weapon. sort of, yeah. yeah. So they roll out into the parking lot. They're gone. So that's not weird. Yeah. Until, of course, they're struggling to get the, the Deputy Dan's struggling to get the fucking key to get the goddamn shotgun. You gotta have that scene. And then there's one or two of them. And then the rest of them. <laughs> just pop up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, they get, grab the shotgun. They do manage to get the shotgun tussle you know with that and suspense yada yada get back in now dr powell did take uh allison with yeah him. yeah because she so went to go the, get meds because right. the uh pregnant girl the starts, basement. yeah she had to go in the basement to get it which was like the burned out place yeah right so dr powell like at some point dr powell and allison end up in the basement he well, takes her down there and then that's when they come back they see oh shit she's fucking gone they're trying to figure out what the fuck happened they see no dr powell's body they're like what the hell then when they're off in the office with the Scooby Doo moment, he calls mm-hmm. and he says, "Well, I got your wife. Come on down." Yeah, and so they, so they go into the basement, and there's a lot of it's, suspense written there, darkness. It's slow, but man, we get to where you start seeing some of the sacrifices and the reanimated 
body, yeah, bodies. Yeah, basically reanimated sacrifices. Yeah. In, and some of them are like in bags and some of them are crawling on the floor. There's like probably 20 or 30 reanimated but, corpses in that room. Yeah. But it was great. I oh, mean, it was yeah, awesome. The, the effects in that are fucking phenomenal. Yes. Um, so they're still communicating with the nurse in training who's keeping an eye on, on the pregnant girl yes. with her grandfather. Mm-hmm. And pregnant girl starts... Going to labor. Having, going to labor, blood's happening. Yeah. She starts freaking out, and she's, she's cult members start entering the fucking building, and you're like, oh shit, and grandfather's fucking neck gets slit. And yep. you're like, oh, cult members are in, in the room they're in. Nope. Pregnant granddaughter, part of the fucking cult. I like that. Yeah, that was a good little, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, it was. It was a good... Yeah, because you just expect added. you were going to see dude in a white cloak fucking yeah. killing grandfather. Nope. Nope, granddaughter killed her own grandpa. Grandpa. Yep. You know, but it, it was good. It was very. Um, I don't know. That's what you need. You need to. Yeah, spice it, caught, it, it, up. it definitely caught me off guard. Exactly. And it kind of. It, we're very going at a very slow pace in that part of the movie, so you kind of needed that to kind of nudge. You a need little something. Bit. Yeah, you need something to kind of like, oh shit. Yeah. And so in the basement, once they get past that room, they come to the room where the doc, the Doctor Powell had Allison in, and he basically. They had a little their own little scene where once he got her down there, she was uncon she was knocked out, unconscious. When she wakes up, he gives his whole plan out to her, and basically he had impregnated her with this weird creature thing. Yeah. And then she feels a rumble in her stomach. I'm like, oh, oh there yeah. It is. yeah. And he pulls the blanket off, or the, like, and it's yeah, it's moving all around. Also, his face is really itchy, so the only solution is to peel the skin off. Yeah. So um, he has transcended know, normal human skin. Yeah, well, you know when you you get kind of itchy, you just you kind of like polar guys. You just start scratching. Next, you know, well, that's one layer off. There's one layer off. Oh, now I'm pretty much you know uh, Frank from fucking Hellraiser. <laughs> um, so yeah, Doctor Powell basically got the whole, got a whole god complex. He he figured out a way to de- apparently defy death, and then he thinks he can control. This is where else's life. I think the directors really wanted a Lovecraft like kind yeah. of feel to it goes very hardcore cosmic it goes very hardcore cosmic weird creatures um you know the main villain just has that that again god complex almost like you know no skin on just like i am the creator and i will bring back all things that i you know and all the nonsense stuff he's <laughs> like yeah i will say this I enjoyed like ninety percent of this movie the last ten percent did kind 90, of ninety percent mm. of this movie was fun that last ten percent, I kind it kind of lost me a little bit. It gets very incohesive, and like you kind of can flow along with what the doctor's talking about, and only like an eighth of the cult members are actually in the 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 room where yeah. the void. So the void is actually a void into another dimension. Yeah, and there's only like I said, there's only a fraction of the cult members there. Which, and what's great though know. is a uh, pregnant teenager rolls up in there. She's like. And the whole thing is, is the uh, um, weird Frank doctor impregnated her to bring back his daughter who had passed away years ago. Yeah, that was the reason for this whole thing, by the way. Yeah. He the lost whole his daughter. Whole thing, yeah. The whole thing. He lost his daughter. And which I, I okay, I have never lost a child. Now, but I, don't I don't know feel what his like... daughter looked like. I mean, I guess they show a quick photo. I don't think the creature that exploded out of the pregnant teenager. Was really looked like his daughter, more no. of um, I don't know. I would compare it a better looking version of the alien human hybrid in Res- uh, Alien Resurrection. Why do you got to bring that movie up? Because oh. it's kind of that design. Yeah, you yeah. see what I'm saying. I do. I right? do. Yeah. But that thing is what comes out of her 
Mm -hmm. I don't, it it grows instantly because, like, her stomach explodes, but then this thing that's fucking, like, eight feet fucking tall, like, is there. Like, (laughs) I I don't know, I can't do the science on that shit. No. But, um, pretty much, so, his baby, or whatever, starts chasing dad and son. Eventually, dad gets fucking nailed, uh, he's gonna die, pours alcohol for himself, son has a flare. Burn, baby, go. burn. Another de- another father dad moment. Yep. It's very warming. <laughs> warming. Uh, but we get to where Frank doc Frank the doctor um, and, yeah, is right next Deputy to the portal. Dan yeah. And... Deputy Dan's like, fuck this noise, and just dives at him, and they both go through the portal. Well, Allison goes with him, too. Yeah. Yeah. But they go through the portal, and then everything starts changing back. Dad's dead. Son runs through. Gets out of the basement and through as the walls are closing, as the portal's closing, yeah. just the nick of time. So, just the nick of time. Yeah. And then it ends with the Deputy Dan and his now, I guess, they're they're back together. Cause yeah, they worked it like, out in a different dimension. Because they're in a different dimension staring at a giant pyramid. You haven't had, you know, a marriage counselor talk to you. He was like, have you tried going to a different dimension? That might help your problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the problem is, just, is you're on this earth dimension you yeah. gotta try a different dimension that's, actual planes yeah man. that's actual the problem planes. okay yeah. that's why you got y'all aren't working out you gotta get to another dimension all right the complete darkness yeah staring at a pyramid that so so uh, honestly yeah the the movie was so strong and it's still re i'm gonna rewatch it like on my end it survived the chopping block but i just wish they had done, tried to do something I'll, different with the ending. I'll put it like this. I will watch it on streaming. I'll probably... I don't think it'd, it'd be in my collection. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 w- I wouldn't buy it. Yeah. But as long as on Shudder, and I want... I I wouldn't be against rewatching it. I have such an appreciation. The practical effects are so... Exactly. Goddamn good. Even though it slows down, but, like, everything lead, leading up to that ending was good. It, all in all, it was good. It Like I said, there's like two actual slow spots, but that's because there's so much going on in the other parts of the movie right. that if it, I think it just feels e- slower because that's where the story comes well, in. What's interesting is we were watching last night and Charlotte brought this up we were watching it. The first 20 minutes, man, there's so much shit going on. You're dealing with the cult members, there's this weird fucking creatures there and it's back and forth. So yeah, it definitely slows down and then it's almost like they just, like I was saying earlier, they had to put like we oh, shit we we gotta we got a creature we we gotta have some kind of Lovecraft type thing going on, and they just went kind of overboard in my yeah. opinion with that. Like it's like if they if they wanted to do a complete Lovecraft movie where it was all that okay great. It's like that they watch been... or they watch Event Horizon and just like like we Ooh. want to have the ending of Event Horizon in our movie. Event Horizon did it better. I understand, <laughs> but you can see the similarities yes. of the end of Event yes. Horizon and the end of the Void. So, yes. yeah. So, so I I I I approve it. I think overall, again, you get that percentage. I mean, I I can hear a movie ninety percent of it's pretty fucking gas, and just the last ten's kind of slow, and you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it gets it's got my approval. Yeah, and like I said, it's got mine too. So as always, hit us up with what you think. Lowdownbrown.guigmail.com. Uh, hit up GUI podcast to check out all the other podcasts on the GUI network. And until we talk to you again, stay safe.
GUIPodcast.com.